Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Guess who just got back today? The wild eyed boys that had been away. Haven't changed, had much to say. But man, I still think them cats are crazy. They were asking if you were around, how you was, where you could be found. I told them you were living downtown. Driving all the old men crazy It is Monday, February, March, March, March 5th God damn, my watch, I never changed my watch, it still says it's March 1st Oh, well it's not March 1st, it's March 5th, 2018 um, We are Wiley, are you ready for this? What? Less than a month away from opening day in the MLB. And we're only a few days away from uh, Selection Sunday. One week to be exact. Can't wait. Um, Folks, you're listening to the Beer Talk Podcast. The Beer Talk Podcast is presented to you by Strawler Inc. of Marietta, Ohio. Located on Putnam Street. Owned and operated by Jacob and Caleb Strawler. They can get you t-shirts, signs, car wraps, stickers, koozies. Sweatshirts, flags, no, they could probably do flags. Yeah, they could do flags. And, ready for this one? What? Name tags. No shit? Yes, they can do name tags. I love a good name tag. Charlotte Rake recently just got moved back into their shop. They had to evacuate due to a flood that didn't come. Um, old Mother Nature, she tricked us. That silly old whore. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Father Time instead. You know why I like Father Time? Why? He keeps high school girls the same age. Wow. <laughs> and uh, with that, we're breaking down the outline. So we're going to talk NBA, Cavs, NFL, MLB, social media, also college basketball, I forgot to put that in there, return of Bachelor Talk since it's the finale coming up uh, tonight, and uh, dishing a beer. You didn't and, put college basketball in there? Huh? You didn't forget college basketball? I know. I just put it under social media for some reason. Mm. But, um, dish and beer and drunk thoughts. <laughs> you almost had a thought that you didn't remember that it was drunk thoughts there for a second. Yeah. So, with, with that, with that, let me do it. With that. With that. With that. With that, <laughs> Rockets beat the Celtics last night. Yes, they did. Two nights ago, whatever. Two nights ago. Saturday night, Rockets beat the Celtics. Um... You know, it's always a good night in the NBA when two of the best players in the NBA score off against each other. Um, Kyrie, the better of James Harden, didn't get him Saturday night. Trevor Reza bailed him out from what I hear. But it's okay. Yeah, I, did, I watched like the last uh, three or four minutes of the game. It's pretty exciting, back and forth. Trevor Reza's three, tied it up. It was 112 to 115, tied up 115 from there. The uh, Rockets just kind of ran away with it, made a bunch of foul shots. 
James Harden did miss a foul shot down the stretch. Oh, so. He sucks. So, how about that? Uh, also, Jay Crowder and uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but I wanted to say this first. So I did find out Jay Crowder was still in the league. <laughs> I forgot. I wondered that myself. Yeah, I honestly, forgot, I forgot that he uh, played for the Cavs and was traded. And it ends up. Uh, I end up finding out that he now plays for the Jazz. They have weird jerseys. I like those jerseys. I think they're pretty cool. Um, but so him and Jimmy Butler are going to third down because Jay Crowder said, "I don't get into Twitter beef, but you know, or you know my number and my address. Come find me." Do you think that he's been to a birthday party at Jay Crowder's house before, and that's why he knows his address? Um, I would say it's either that, or they're having a wine tasting party. Or um, is Jay Crowder over thirty, and is Jimmy Butler over thirty? Mm, that's a good question. Because I don't think they shouldn't more. be having wine parties. No, that's true. Yes, yeah, so maybe it was like a, a Bud Light party. Ooh. Or as the adults call it these days, a beer party. A dilly dilly party? Dilly dilly. As the old people are saying, because they think that we call Bud Light dilly dillies. And they think that people still say that now. Yeah. That was so 2017. Yeah, wow. Did you not see that crappy end of the Super Bowl commercial for the dilly dilly? They ruined it. They ruined it. Don't care to watch it either. Well. Um, also, speaking of beer, I applied for a job with Natty Light. Also, did too. Oh, you made a resume? Yep. Wow. Proud of you. It's kind of a joke resume, but it's only good for that. <laughs> so, is that all we have for NBA? I think so. We're a segue into Cavs talk. I'm going to add something that's not on here because it's a little lighthearted to start our Cavs talk. Um, is Kevin Love, do you think Kevin Love's like one of them secret movie reviewers? Yeah, he probably uh, has a Rotten Tomatoes account. So, normally I find Kevin Love's Instagram stories quite funny, but then, yesterday... I don't want to watch an entire movie on his... He literally put the entire Godfather movie... And uh, one flies over the cuckoo's nest. But he did the chapter breakdowns of the Godfather. Do you think he's doing that to be friends with LeBron? Absolutely. Do you think he knows LeBron actually hasn't read Godfather? No, I don't think he does, because <laughs> LeBron watched the movie, and so he just talks about that. And Kevin won't call him out on it because he wants to be LeBron's friend yeah. too much. But now LeBron can use Kevin for references of the book. True, he'll be like, hey, Kevin, remember that part? Tell them guys what happened. <laughs> so that's what he's actually doing with that. No, it'll be like this. They'll be talking about The Godfather. And Kevin Love will be referencing something that happened in, like, Chapter 7 with LeBron and, like, say, we'll say Jordan Clarkson for the sake of the joke. And then... Uh, Jordan Clarkson's like, oh, I don't know what happened. And LeBron will be like, oh, Kevin, go and explain Chapter 7 to him since he doesn't know. <laughs> it's like on the uh, episode of The Office whenever Jim joins, like, the fancy club thing with, like, uh, Pam and Oscar and uh, Toby. You know, that, like, book club they have at lunch. Yeah. And Jim doesn't know it, didn't actually read the book. And he's talking about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I liked when that... The girl uh, went somewhere and said, she died. So that's basically what LeBron will be like at the Godfather Book Club meeting. Didn't Dwight give him like the wrong synopsis of the book? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love The Office. I've been watching it a lot. And also, LeBron will... uh, uh, Oh shit, what was I going to say? Something about LeBron. Yeah, never mind, I can't remember. Gotcha. But... With uh, that, with some lighthearted Cavs talk, let's go into the real shit. Let's go into the... Food fight. Yeah, Damon Jones. No soup for you. 
Did, no, he did say, here's some soup for you. Have a whole bowl and everything. You think he said no soup for you to JR and JR was like, here, motherfucker? Uh, no, but I do think that, you know how in, like, wars they have banned weapons? Like, you can't use, like, mustard gas and all that stuff because it's now, like, banned by the United Nations to use in warfare. Which sucks. That's like in a food fight, this like soup is banned because it can really just kill you and melt your entire face off. Isn't that something though? Can we say, wait, real quick? You can't use that shit in war, but we can drop a bomb? Yeah. <laughs> like that's... Because bombs just kill you. That mustard gas like uh, slowly makes you go blind and. What's wrong with that? Uh, I don't think that it's. And you can't really. I mean, breathe. it's inhumane, but. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> But just taking someone's life with a bomb is not. So, that's why. And Gun to bed. What kind of soup do you think it was? Well, it's Cleveland, and it's February. it was February. So I'm going to assume something kind of chunky, like a nice, a nice hearty, hearty chili. I think it was like potato soup with like the bacon bits in it. With cheese? Mm-hmm. Maybe some scallions? Yeah, like you know how they put that like layer of cheese on the very top mm-hmm. of it? I bet that's what it was. And that cheese was just strung over his face. Where's your favorite potato soup from? I don't like really it's potato soup. Mm. Mine's jukebox pizza. Number one pizza rated by the G- Beer Talk Crown. I'm really just a chili guy myself. Uh, I like a little veggie soup too. I got you. Um, and then you just have here suck. Yeah, the caps suck. <laughs> I'm just reading it. Just says suck. Because not even with two C's. Nope. They don't even try on defense. No. On offense, they don't want to run plays, and they just want to chuck up threes. I saw a stat the other night where the Cavs had 21 in and outs in the last uh, in the first two games back from the All-Star break at home, and that's the difference in the game. Is in and out the ball going in and then rimming back out? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been learning all these different basketball terms. There's one I still don't know, and it's that PER one. Player efficiency rating? Oh, okay. Is that what that is? I have no I just idea know Andre Drummond's the best on defense in the league at player efficiency rating. Honestly, I have no idea what it even means. No, people keep using it in arguments against me, and I'm like, I joke's on you. <laughs> yeah. Player efficiency rating. I think it just means if a player's good. Stats are for nerds. Mm-hmm. I'll just watch the game, and if he looks like he's playing good, then yeah. I just think he's good. Also, I like to base all of my player ratings off of how good they are in 2K. I can tell. <laughs> I think that's why you think Andre Drummond belongs in your uh, top five. No, I've got a legitimate argument on that. Whatever. Uh, also, it's time to fire Ty Lue. Okay, and in your theory here is? Whenever the Cavs fire their coach, they end up winning a title. Will Damon Jones become the coach? No, it'll be Larry Drew. It'll be Larry Drew? Here's how... Unless I forgot that about Damon Jones. I thought he was playing in Europe somewhere or in a shitty NBA team. Damon Jones? He's like 50. I know. <laughs> I thought he was just still playing no, basketball he's been somewhere. like a shooting... He started out like right after he retired as a shooting coach for the Cavs and just like kind of worked his way up to assistant now. I think we should hire Mike Brown. Steal him from the Warriors? Win one for Mike. Which Mike Brown? The Bengals owner? Yeah. Mm, okay. He doesn't make poor decisions. <laughs> he, the only poor decision he makes is uh, trading A.J. McCarron. Yeah. And then not trading him. Did A.J. McCarron win that appeal? Yeah, he's Ooh. free agent. I forgot about that. We talked about it on the show, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
But yeah. You must not listen to that episode. (laughs) (laughs) I might have been one of the hungover episodes. But with that, I just want to see the Cavs start to freaking play. Show some, at least like three quarters of effort on on defense instead of the last five minutes of the game. Here's the problem. Here's what you're seeing. LeBron's actually trying. Not on defense. Well, he never does until he has to. The last five minutes of the game. Yeah. And then he gets mad at the other guys because they're, like they're playing shutdown defense in the last five minutes. And LeBron's guarding a guy in the paint, and the and the guy gets a three like made right in his eye. Yeah. Like playing great defense. You see that guy shot? Yeah, that was all. Okay. <laughs> and LeBron just goes over and yells at him because they didn't uh, stop the guy, even though they like, couldn't have played any better defense. Um. I will say, though, before we get off Cavs talk here, the fact that people think that if LeBron left in the summer, that Philadelphia is that landing spot might be the funniest thing that I've heard all basketball season. I honestly can't see him going anywhere. And also, I love how people believe that the the source that said LeBron was looking at private schools in Philly over All-Star break. Like, Who? Yeah. Like, oh, it's an unnamed source saying it. Yeah, it probably is because it's not a true statement. <laughs> You think LeBron was going back to a cold weather climate before he absolutely had to during the All Star break? Nope. <laughs> and has did you see his Instagram? Story? Yeah, he was in his LA house the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but you right. He um, probably did a little sneak like right before he left. Yeah. He had a connection. He had to fly into Philly before he could fly into Cleveland. It makes sense. And somebody saw him in that airport. Mm-hmm. And they're like, LeBron, why aren't you flying private? <laughs> he uh, was flying. Back, he was in the back seat of the. LeBron plane. flies southwest. Um, and before we segue here, I see we've got NFL talk, but I've got something else I want to talk about before NFL talk. Let's hear it. If it's okay with you. Yeah. Uh, in golf news, Justin Thomas is a soft ass bitch. Hmm. Hmm. I don't. I know. I mean, I understand why you're saying that, but he's not. Okay, so say it's true, but Justin Thomas says this guy had been heckling me the last couple of holes. It didn't really seem to be affecting your game, buddy. You were in the lead. He's great. Exactly. Jordan had to play through hecklers. LeBron plays for hecklers every night. The best can do it. Ricky Fowler wouldn't kick a guy out. Ricky Fowler wouldn't be in the lead either. Eh. Ricky Fowler only wins playoff matches. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's clutch. But I'm just saying... I don't know if I've seen a bigger dick in golf since Shooter McGavin with Justin Thomas. Like, here's my argument it's been all week. Does he realize what he did to himself by doing that? Just set more people up to heckle him? Yes. I'm currently in the process. I'm breaking news to you right here. I have a contact that can possibly get us tickets to one day at the Memorial. And if I get tickets to Memorial, my sole goal is to get kicked out of the Memorial heckling Justin I know how Thomas. you can do it. Whenever he's whenever he hits it, yo, get in the bunker. And here's the thing. Here's my other problem. The ball was in the air. It's not like he did it during his backswing. If he did it during the backswing, I would understand that. You're not supposed to yell. Maybe he did yell it, but you couldn't hear it the first time. No, he's Justin Thomas said he'd been heckling me leading up to it. Told me to get in the water, and then he after I hit the ball, he said he yelled, "Get in the bunker." So Justin Thomas even admitted that it happened after he hit. So. That's like whenever Tiger hits it, everyone yells, get in the hole! Yeah, you think Tiger, don't think that distracts Tiger? What if it jinxes his ball? 
Ooh, maybe that's saying. why Tiger's been playing so bad. He needs to kick someone out. Yeah. I'm just saying that... Uh, you disagreed with I know, me. I did. Well, I, anything for Tiger to get back in form. I need him to beat Jack Nicholas. Um, <laughs> I got money on that. Uh, the uh, You might as well just uh, count that money lost. Yeah, but you know what's great? What? That bet that I have with a person about Tiger beating Jack Nicholas's majors. <laughs> It'll be a while before I have to pay up. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tiger has to die before I have to pay that, that up. That's true. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Tiger gets it. Jack Nicholas walks out there at like 98. We'll just, just, we'll just have to edit this part out so no one hears it so they forget about yeah, the Yeah, that's true. But um, my thing is, like, listen, Justin Thomas, the sport of golf, I, I believe, is on the rise. I think people are gain, regaining interest in it. I think golf... And I think Justin Thomas is one of those guys that people were yes. regaining interest. Yeah, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, Ricky Fowler, um, my boy, our uh, own Ohioan from, you know, Australia, New Zealand, where the fuck from. Jason Day. Um, they are like bringing in golf life again, and then Justin Thomas does something like this. Like, that's just a bitch move. I don't in my even think it's that big of a deal. I think it's blown way out of proportion. If it wasn't televised, nobody would know about it. I still think it's hilarious. So, that so maybe Justin Thomas just shouldn't be good. Hopefully, he just keeps kicking people out. That'd be awesome. Awesome. So that's what he has golf. to do now, right? No, like, I know what it is. He's trying to bring golf back. The right way. He's trying to get rid of the douchebag golf so fans and get like the people that sit over there and party and drink beer and yell, get in the hole instead of getting the bunker. So you're no saying, one needs that negativity in their life. So you're saying Justin Thomas just wants it to be get back to a nice purely white man sport? Nope, never said that. Mm, you implied it. I never even is the guy that got kicked out white or black. Yes. So then that actually we don't know his race. So that doesn't uh help your argument at all all i know is if justin thomas had been going shooting bad the last couple of holes because of this guy if that guy said it in his backswing i would have understood it but he was literally leading the tournament running away with it and he gets all pissy he stopped it before it got too bad too before it went too far i think that's what he was doing so justin thomas is a beta right obviously the alpha move would have been hitting with your nine iron I'm not an Go alpha. Tiger's wipe on it. You don't want to be an alpha. You don't. I'm just saying, like, in golf, he should. So he's going to let... Who's, who's the alpha in no, golf? No, actually, then? that was like an alpha move, I guess, because getting someone kicked out, you got to have some authority. It means you got to be like an alpha to kick a guy out. When I got in trouble if I was working security at the Honda Classic, and he said, get him out of here, and I said no. <laughs> yeah, you probably would have been fired. They would have came over and be like, what's going on? I'd be like, this guy's a bitch. He wants me to kick this guy out who paid good money. Yeah. And he was also buying a lot of beer. Yeah. He was a paying customer. Oh, well. So, wait. So, are you going to join me then if I get us tickets to the memorial? Oh, yeah, I'll go. Okay, we're going to heckle Justin Thomas. We'll do some good content. I will say this. I'm only going to heckle Justin Thomas unless Ricky's doing really good that day that I'm following Ricky around. I'm going to wear a Justin Thomas jersey. <laughs> you going to get one made? No, he wears, like, basketball jerseys all the time. Does he? Yeah. Does he still do cocaine? Probably. That's what it is. He's just he's just got a lot of stress because he can't do drugs anymore. Yeah, that's the same with Dustin Johnson. Yeah, they can't do drugs. They can't do coke because people are watching them. Oh, well. He'll yeah. be all right. He'll be fine. They still make millions of dollars. Uh, so let's go into NFL. NFL. Saquon Barkley. Actually good. He has been showing out at the combine. He bench pressed more, 225 pounds more than Joe Thomas. 
He ran a 40 faster than, who was it? You just say he bench pressed 225 pounds more than Joe Thomas? Yeah. Did Joe Thomas not bench at the combine? He did 28 reps and Saquon Barkley did 29. He did one more rep than Joe Thomas. Yeah, he did it more times, that's what I said. He benched the same amount of weight though. Yes. You said he benched 225 pounds more than Joe Thomas. More times. Ah. Because that's just a known fact that everyone does 225 pounds. Why do they do? Why do they do the two plater? Like what? Is, uh, what's the reasoning behind doing? Two I don't plates? really know. Even the it linemen shows, do two it shows endurance and stamina, kind of. I think. I want to see the linemen up there doing four plates. Get them doing four or five. I want to see that bar bending. See him do it like seven or eight times. Like the Arnold's going on this weekend too. I want to see it look like that elephant bar that just droops over mm-hmm. with a thousand pound on it. Um, but yeah, he also had a higher vertical leap. Than Odell Beckham Jr. Which is crazy. Odell Beckham had 38. Saquon Berkeley had 41 inches. That's insane. Yeah. So the Browns have to pick him number one. I Literally the combine. Not that I would want the combine to solely shape my thoughts on the NFL draft. But we've all but seen what he can do. We've seen what he can do on the field. It, oh, his, his 40 Browns, time was faster than Zeke. That's what it was. Are you ready for this? What? I think the Browns should draft Saquon Barkley number one overall. Yes, and then either get rid. I've even also thought they should take Mika Fitzpatrick with the fourth pick, and then take like a Mason Rudolph or like someone like that with their first pick of the second round. Everybody seems to think because Mika's going to drop to the twenties. Mika. Yeah. Well, good if he does, and the Browns can. The Steelers get, can get him. True. Anyone. But Steelers yeah, like a high state defense. He's players. definitely a good lockdown <clears throat> corner. So, he would be good for any team. And, yeah. So, the Browns, that's what they have to do. Saquon Barkley, one. See what quarterback's left at four. If it's not one that you want, take Mika Fitzpatrick. I mean, honestly, aside from Lamar Jackson, they could take any of the quarterbacks at four. Yeah, but the Giants have the number two pick, right? Yeah, they're going to take so Josh Rosen. They're going to take Josh Rosen. Sam Darnold's going to go to the Jets. The Colts are going to take... Colts aren't going to take a quarterback. No, they'll take a offensive lineman, defensive lineman, something like that. And then the Browns, they have their choice. They're going of, to get Baker. I doubt that, but it wouldn't surprise me out of the Browns. And then the Broncos are going to pick Baker Mayfield. You know what's going to be hilarious? What? When the Browns take Lamar Jackson number one overall. Yeah, that would be hilarious. It's it's a, such a Browns move too. I don't even think that Browns are that stupid. Are you sure? A positive. Are you sure? This is the same team that drafted Brandon Whedon. Yeah, and late in the first round. I'm just saying. But this is the same city that took Anthony Bennett number one overall. That was a bad draft. <laughs> Besides Jonas and Victor Oladipo. Uh, then we have Kirk Cousins. The, He's going to Minnesota. It's been narrowed down to the four teams. Minnesota, Denver, Arizona, and what was the other one? New York Jets. Yeah. And the Jets have been reported to say that they're fearing that he's going to sign with Minnesota. So that leaves Teddy Bridgewater as a free agent and Case Keenum. And, same rap, people forget. I think he's still in contract. No, I think he's a free agent too. I think they're all three free agents. But. Yeah, that Browns, Sam Bradford, the free agent. That honestly wouldn't be bad for the Browns, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, he'd be a good backup quarterback. Shut up. 
Sam Bradford? He would start for the Browns. Sam Bradford would be a good backup quarterback. You can't get four games out of Sam Bradford before his knees give out on him. Especially on the Browns. Yeah. Especially in that cold climate. I think Kirk Cousins should sign with Minnesota. While I don't think Minnesota should sign Kirk Cousins, I think Kirk Cousins should sign with Minnesota. You want to know why? Why? Have you seen that dome? That stadium's fucking cool. Yeah. I'd love to play in there. You have to wear sunglasses inside. They have an underground concert venue. Did you not see Justin Timberlake at halftime? He was underground and then he came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was Alan. (laughs) What? Did you see the gif or the meme of that kid when he takes the selfie with Justin Timberlake? Oh, yeah. People were like... Making all those gifts and it said selfie with Ellen yes. DeGeneres. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. But no, if I'm Kirk Cousins, I sign with Minnesota. If I'm Minnesota, I keep Case Keenum. Roll with it. Yeah. And Teddy Bridgewater, I feel bad for him. I could end up seeing him sign with Denver. Teddy Bridgewater could have been really good in this league, I think. I don't think he's done. I don't know. He didn't play very well this year. And all like ten snaps that he got. Exactly. But or Minnesota drafts Lamar Jackson, and they keep Teddy Bridgewater, and just have a whole Louisville scene working out there. Yeah, that could be. And then they hire Charlie Strong. And uh, Kevin Ware. Oh wait. Kevin Ware lost his national title for the Timberwolves. <laughs> and then that's all for NFL talk. Yeah, I think that's all we got there. So, Devin, you got some MLB breaking news? It's a party at fucking Napoli's in Goodyear, Arizona. Mike Napoli signing a minor league deal. This is No, this is why I love baseball. Terry Francona brought Nap in just so he could advertise himself for other teams during spring training. Because we have Edward Encarnacion at DH, so obviously he would have to get hurt for somebody to take his spot. And Nap really... Could probably still play first base, but he probably doesn't want to. <laughs> and we don't need him. I mean, I would like to have him because we did get rid of Slantana. But I'm sorry, I forgot we don't use that word anymore. It's Santana now. Mm-hmm. But um, I just think it's cool that Nap's back, at least for spring training. You know, part of me really hopes that the second string DH guy gets hurt in spring training and we can bring Nap onto the, the opening day roster. But <laughs> he's just a good locker. He's a good clubhouse guy. Yeah. He's Frank a really good clubhouse Frank guy. Frank Kona loves him. He does love him. I mean... It's like his son. Maybe it is his son. That'd be some real nepotism in the baseball world. And also, you want to know something that kind of went under the radar? I mean, I I follow a lot of Indian stuff, and it really didn't get blasted. That um, RIP to Tito Francona passed away. Terry's yeah. father. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. T's and P's. T's and P's. R-I-P-I-P. Um, See you, Japan. Is that all we got for MLB... I mean, how are your Reds? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> it seems like whenever the Reds play good in spring training, they start, to make in the World Series. they start out the year really bad. But whenever they suck them, the spring training, like this year, they actually play really good at the beginning. Like three years ago when they won like the first nine games, swept like the Pirates and the Cardinals and uh, the Pirates again. So... We'll see. I don't know. Reds won their first game in spring training. Mm-hmm. Beat your beloved Indians. Yep. And then they lost. To, like, everyone. Yeah. But, I don't know. We'll see. I don't really watch that much spring training. I'm still in NBA mode yeah. and college I'm basketball mode. I'm, and speaking I'm of college basketball, college basketball mode. Yes. the conference tournaments are coming up. 
Big Ten. There's one going on right Big now. Ten will finish uh, this weekend. Stupid. With Michigan and Purdue. Purdue. It's going to be a good game. But I kind of like how the Big Ten did this. and The reason they did it, though, is because they couldn't get Madison Square Garden next week. They could only get this week. So it gives all the Big Ten teams an extra week to rest before the tournament. So I was at first on the fence of this is stupid. Why are we playing this in MSG and not in Indy? Like, who cares about the Maryland and the Rutgers fans were trying to get to come to the Big Ten tournament? Then I realized, wait, no, wait, make Maryland and Rutgers fans happy because we don't want them to leave the Big Ten because it's really good to have them in football. Yeah, because they're easy uh, games yeah. <laughs> that you can count on winning yep. and padding your record. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wait a minute. We basically can do what the SEC does, but we can do it in our own conference. Yeah, <laughs> which I think that might be the main reason why they were brought in there. That was definitely why. <laughs> Maybe to have Maryland for basketball somewhat, but... But then Maryland starts sucking in basketball. So. Yeah. They lost Melo Trimble. Actually, I don't know. He might still be on the team. Seems like he's been there forever. The Turpins. But the Duke versus in North Carolina game last night. Duke won. I hate Grayson Allen. Dude, he's actually going to be a lottery pick. He's not a dick anymore. Yeah. Has he, he tricked anybody this mm-hmm. year? No, he gave that up for Lent. No, he gave it away to that other new white dude on the team who's the dick now. O'Connor. Yeah. Oh, that's just such a... I, not to downplay Irish people because like I'm I got a little bit of Irish in me, but O'Connor is just like a you know that guy's gonna be dick. Oh yeah. Like it's just got it's not no Doyle. He shows up drunk. He trips people. Does he think he is AI? Maybe. Talk about practice. Um, who do you think's gonna win? Uh, who do you think's gonna be in the final four? Early pick. Final Before four. We see the tournament rackets. My final four teams are... Because we don't know who's going to be in what divisions and whatnot, so... Purdue. Okay. Duke. Um... I want to say there's going to be another Big Ten team, but who that will be, I don't know. I'm I'm going to go with my heart here. I said this earlier to you before we start recording. I think Ohio State has the the poise to make a run. And the shocker team that will be in there will Wichita be... Wichita State. No. Oh. It'll be Gonzaga, which isn't really a shocker, but yeah. they'll be in there. And who do you think? Who do I think? If Michigan wins the Big Ten tournament today, they'll make it to the Final Four. That's just how it works. Michigan comes in when they're not supposed to win the Big Ten tournament, and then they win it, and then they go on a big run to the Final Four, unless the Big Ten just fucked them and gave them a week off and ruined their hot streak. So... Could be. So I think if Michigan wins, it's gonna be Michigan. I think Purdue can still get there too, if they're on the other side of the bracket, probably. Um, and then I think it would be Arizona. Ooh. Because Sean Miller's coming back. Because Sean Miller's back, and Sean Miller basically said "fuck you" to ESPN and said your timeline doesn't add up. And they basically look like wires. He could have paid that guy to come play there, but they don't have proof of it. Oh, now. he definitely got away with it. He definitely got away with it because ESPN keeps fucking up on their <laughs> stories. Yeah. So, Arizona, just because Sean Miller's going to be like, fuck you guys, I'm going to win a title. And then, my fourth team. See, I don't know. College basketball this year is just... I could see Virginia making it. Kansas. Mm, that's not a bad idea, too. So, that's my four. Potentially, of course. We'll, we'll tell you... In two weeks, who we've got picked, once we have a bracket we can look at. But. Yeah. Um, 
So what do you think for the ACC? Who do you think's going to win that tournament? I mean, I go up my heart every year. North UNC. Carolina. Yeah. I think it'll probably be Duke. It's gonna be a Duke UNC t- game, at, per the norm, as long as they don't end up on the same side. What do you think for SEC? So, I've been squatting on this all season ever since I've watched them almost win a game with three players. Alabama. Even though Alabama's like nineteen and seventeen or seventeen and nineteen, just watch them win that tournament. They are pretty good. Uh, or Collins, Auburn. Colin Sexton's pretty good. I, mean, I could see Missouri making a run um, because they have Michael Porter coming back for the tournament. Me and Matt found out last night that Missouri has a really big home court advantage when they play at home because their court is yellow. Mm-hmm. People forget. I never knew that. It is not fun to watch. You think the TV's out of contrast. Probably hurts your eyes. It does hurt your eyes. Could you imagine playing on it? No. But... Matt said he didn't think he could have played on it. I said, you just elbow somebody in the face. Take a couple charges. <laughs> then with that, that's it for our sports this week. Wait, who's going to win the Pac-12? Oh, Pac-12. Uh, doesn't matter. Big 12? Big 12. Texas. Ooh. You're not giving it to Trey? No. I think Press Virginia wins the Big 12 tournament. Last night, or yesterday, uh, West Virginia got their asses beat by Texas. They didn't get their asses beat. They went to overtime. Yeah, and then they got blown out. Well, that's, you know, it's because Huggins. Can we just say this, folks? I'm sorry if you're a WVU fan. Bob Huggins sucks as a basketball coach. He has had a lot of teams that should be good that he, don't make it. He anywhere. wears them out. They play too hard. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because they fucking press the entire time. Which I could be why they're in the position they are. They have that 40-year-old-looking dude, Javon Samples or whatever. I don't know his name. Uh, Carter? Carter? Same difference. He looks like Vince Carter. Kind of. But, you know, that's the thing. West Virginia should be good, but Bob Huggins is just a stupid coach. Like, he sucks. Yeah. Sorry. Let's go into social media. You had a uh, feat that you accomplished. So, So let's hear it. Every couple weeks or so, I go to Burger King and get French toast for breakfast. While going through the drive-thru Friday morning, I realized I'd get a three-piece French toast stick for a dollar. But I always usually get the five-piece. The five-piece French toast stick is two eighty-nine. dollars So I ordered two three-piece French toast sticks and got six for $2. I stole $0.89 cents from Burger King. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a good call. I've done that before myself. I may be a little bit of a trendsetter. You just copied me. so. Oh, you've done that with French toast sticks? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Have you suggested to Burger King that they put French toast sticks in chicken fry containers so you can dip the syrup a lot easier? Do you that? like French sticks? Yes. Makes you a gay Frenchman? All Frenchmen are gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, you also have something else you want to say. Should I do that take? Uh, you can do it. I'm not. I'm gonna, just saying that I think I'm not going to weigh in on it. I think not all, but there's a there's a sports group on Facebook called Assault Sports, and I just think some of the members might actually have a mental illness. There are a lot of terrible, terrible take. takes in there, and it's almost like I poked fun at them and threw my own take in there that they took out of context, and then they ran with it and just decided to just you know try to tell me that Kyrie Irving's not. A top five NBA player. Yeah, they did. And I kind of 
I mean, I just don't know. But see, I it's hard it for to me to say Steph Curry is not better than. Uh, or it's hard for me to say Kyrie Irving is better than Steph Curry. Kyrie Irving plays defense. What? Compared to Steph, I don't believe that. When Steph was leading the league in steals, it was just because he was catching passes. He wasn't actually stealing a ball from somebody. I know, but I would much rather have Steph Curry guarding someone in the last... Who would you rather have on a team? Steph Curry. Really? Yeah. I'd rather have Kyrie. At least Steph Curry can pass the ball. I'd rather have a point guard that can drive a lane. Yeah, I don't know. But... It's also, hard to just argue hypothetically. I think like it gets this. taken out of context when I tell people the five people I put on a starting NBA roster because they automatically assume that I'm saying Kevin Durant's not a top five NBA player. When I say I wouldn't put Kevin Durant on my starting five, it's not me saying he's not a top five player. I just don't think him and LeBron can mesh on the same team, and LeBron's obviously going to be on my starting five. Yeah, I don't know. See, whenever I think about that, I don't think that it's like a uh, who are the five players that could beat any team because then they're having to well, how do you, who are they beating the other teams without those players or is it like the second group of five that they're playing so the, I, my understanding is when you say the top five you're saying the five, very best players at each position and that's why I say Steph James Harden but I don't even think James Harden's in it because if it was me, I would do Steph, uh, Kevin Durant at the two, LeBron at the three, Anthony Davis at the four, and who's your five? Probably Boogie. But take into account, he just tore his Achilles. I don't have to take that into account. This is a hypothetical. Okay. Because I think he is the best big man in the league whenever I, he's healthy. I, I 100% agree. But I'd still take Andre Drummond. You're a clown. I just want him to rebound. Boogie, it's like 20 rebounds a game, and Anthony Davis does, and LeBron gets Listen, like 10. Anthony, I think, so I think we got plenty I of rebounds. I think Anthony Davis is in the top three players in the NBA. You think Anthony Davis is top three? Yeah. So you say LeBron, Kyrie, Anthony Davis? No, it's LeBron, Kevin, and Anthony Davis. Okay. Now you make a little bit of sense. Yeah. But before. See, I've never said Kevin Durant's not a top five player in the NBA. I've just you said made he's not my starting that five. Way. Oh yeah, it's to get people riled up. You got to word things way that get people to be like, "Wait, what did you say? What did you say? Look at this. Look what James Harden does." Yeah, yeah Andre Drummond's on that list too. Well, we're on the topic <laughs> of Asad. How about that guy that tried to tell me that he was being sarcastic <laughs> whenever he said that thing about Robert Kraft? He said, contrary to the reports. What reports? All the reports said Robert Kraft was not the dad. And so he said, he was saying, contrary to the reports, Robert Kraft is not the dad. By so reports, by saying he mean like Barstool Sports tweeting out Robert Kraft is the father of a baby? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. And then he says, until you learn sarcasm, you should stay off the internet. I think you know sarcasm very well. Yeah, I think that that guy has no clue what sarcasm actually means. Yeah. DJ Prime. You're a clown. See, that's the thing. Like, there's just some people part, and I like this group. I like being a part. There of this are group. good people in there. Listen, that can the guy I was put together with is actually a very smart person. Yeah, Curtis, Curtis actually knows very shit. smart because he actually like looks up stats yeah, and uses he, factual evidence to back up. Then you got these other guys with. that are saying, "Oh, the Cavs won't make it because uh, it's actually DJ Prime that said this too. The Cavs won't make it because Kevin Love won't be 100 percent when he comes back. He broke his hand, his non-shooting hand." 
What I mean, come <laughs> on. And you think they're not going? You think his hands like going to be still fractured? Be, All right, you're coming back. No, they're not going to bring him back until the playoffs at the very least. If he's hurt, they might wait till the second round because yeah, they're not they going to lose the first. <laughs> that's just that's what I'm saying. There's some people. Wasn't there a guy in there last week that was talking about basically rape? Yeah, he said. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'm just saying. I like, the like group, I said, but there's some things. The people, the I, person I was arguing with is actually a smart person. I yeah. was just wanting him to see that he. He helped make my argument with the right. picture he posted. <laughs> that was my only thing. I I would take James Harden. I think I said James Harden would be my shooting guard, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, now, if we do talk about a second starting five, Clay Thompson's my shooting guard on that team. Okay. Because Clay Thompson's Clay the most underrated good. player in the NBA. Very good. And if he was on the most of the other teams in the league, he'd be the best player. He could make Philly a top four team in the East easily. Because they currently have JJ Redick at that position. Which JJ's pretty good. JJ's good. JJ's not a starter anymore, and he needs to realize that. No. He needs to accept the six man role. But he did steal twenty one million dollars from, from Philly. Yeah. <laughs> they see this is why this is why LeBron won't go to Philly. Philly's still dumb enough to give JJ Redick a twenty million dollar contract. JJ Redick is actually good. Though. He's a very good shooter. Probably one of the best three point shooters defense, in the league too. He does, but he's a six man now. Perhaps. Imagine him as a six man. On any other, t- if he was on the Cavs, he would be a six man. Jamal Crawford accepted his six man rule and won like twenty six man of the year awards. He yeah. probably still winning it. Uh, uh, you know what I hate? Dwayne Wade's probably not going to win six man of the year now. True, because he's a starter now. Yeah. Uh, he also put. Could you see that guy that said Lonzo? It was Walton. It was Bill Walton that said Lonzo Ball was the best player on the court during the Lakers Heat game. Did you not see D Wade school Lonzo Ball? Did you see that ball that he shot over the backboard Mm-mm. and just went in? Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, a piece of shit. Lonzo Ball made six threes last night. Holy cow. He went. He got clutch, too. Like, he won that game for him. I think they won, actually. I don't know if they beat the Spurs or not. But he did make, Spurs? He did make uh, six threes. Greg Popovich should be on the hot seat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, this weekend, I saw a chicken farm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but... Oh, these I thought are you said I ate a chicken from 2,500 chickens, and I thought that was a documentary. No. <laughs> I actually went in person to a chicken farm, Yeah. and you would talk about crazy. Were you in a bookmobile? I don't know what that means, but no. Uh, there was 25 chick- 2,500 chickens at this farm, and you could go in there and just, like, look. There's these big, long, like, pole buildings. Mm-hmm. Like, probably 100 feet long, maybe even longer than that. And there's just tons and tons of chickens in these. And they have, like, water things going all the way down the side. Yeah. And the chickens get in these little things and lay eggs. And there's conveyor belts. Chickens lay eggs? There's conveyor belts that go around and, like, pick up the eggs and brings them into the uh, room out front. And the person stacks the eggs. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was some crazy stuff. And then... They had this egg that was uh, really big, and they cracked it open, and there was another egg inside the egg. What? Yeah. It an was egg a- with an exception? Mm-hmm. And these chickens, they die. A lo- they die often because there's so many of them in there. And one of them had an egg explode inside them. That's how they died. How cool was that? You're blowing my mind right now. Dude, it was amazing. I've never seen anything like this. Can I ask you a very serious question about this? Yes. While you were at this chicken farm, at any point in time, did you think to send a Snapchat? 
Well, said, look at all these chickens. I did just think about sending a Snapchat, but I didn't know if that was like frowned upon or not, because you know it's someone's business, so you don't know if they want you to send out. Did they not realize who you are? No, I don't think they did. Wow. They didn't realize I'm the infamous Wiley P. Why didn't you interview them for the point? This guy, had, this guy was pretty funny. We ended up drinking a bunch of beer with him. Was he ha-ha funny or hee-hee funny? Both. Ooh, ooh. He was tee-hee funny. Tee-hee. Tee-hee. And... You are the number one Cthulhu podcast, by the way. Exactly. Like, not even anybody in just the world. Yeah, the entire world. Hail Cthulhu. But this was awesome. I'm really, really cool. I'm not going to lie to you. This sounds like a really cool experience. The whole egg inside an egg thing sounds like a new Leo movie. Exception. But I will say I'm very disappointed in the fact that you didn't send a snap of look at all these chickens. I was going to send a Snapchat just of it and say uh, some clever caption like that's a, that'd make a lot of uh, chicken nuggets or something. And I also a few exact. questions that came to my mind that I uh, was afraid to ask because I didn't want the guy to make fun of me. First, I wanted to ask which came first, the chicken or the egg, when you started this farm. The egg came first because it was already in the egg. But seriously, though, think about that. Whenever you start a chicken farm, do you start with the eggs? Or a chicken. You start with a chicken. But what if you raise your own chickens? So do you go to somebody else's farm and take their eggs? Mm-hmm. Or do you go to Tractor Supply and get some chickens? It's a good question. It is chick season. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. My brother thinks he's getting some chickens. I can't wait till the dogs eat them. <laughs> Especially your dog. No, my dog won't eat them. Oh. My dog's actually well, nice to other animals like cats and stuff, but Annie... She does not like cats or any other animal for that fact. Especially chickens. Yeah. I can just imagine she'll be having a lot of uh, chicken nuggets. I'm just still still disappointed in you for this whole nonsense. Yeah, I'm sorry. Day. Also, I had another question I wanted to ask him that I didn't know was frowned upon or not. I was going to say, how many uh, chicken chicken nuggets do you think you can make out of all these chickens? But the two questions I did ask were, how much food do they go through a day and how much water? How and much? In the summer, he said they drink 1,500 gallons of water a day, which is a staggering amount. And Chickens drink that much water? Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. And then I asked how much food, and he said they go through 3,500 pounds of food uh, in the morning and at night. Where was this chicken farm? Uh, Lore City. Where's that? Like, past Bell Valley, between gotcha. Bell Valley and Cambridge. Gotcha. Um... Real quick here to add on social media that we didn't add this one, but it's definitely worth noting because it's going to be the most fire movie whenever it's done. Brad Pitt and Leo are going to be on the next Quentin Tarantino movie. The uh, Charles Manson one? Is that what it is? Yeah. I wrote a blog about that. It's not actually Leo playing Charles Manson. He's playing the uh, cop that... Is Brad Pitt going to be Charles is Manson? investigating it. I don't think so. I think he's like a doctor. So or this something. is going to be a Tarantino movie. Yeah. So everybody's still going to die in the end. Yeah. Uh, who was it that's playing uh, that woman that got killed? You know why I'm hype about this? What? Hey, I just watched *Inglorious Bastards* this past week, so I'm already on a big Brad Pitt, Quentin Tarantino mood. And Leo's my favorite actor. Django, good movie. I just this is pumping me up. Yeah, it's actually my favorite actor, too. Leo? Yeah. We're a big Leo podcast. Number one Leonardo DiCaprio podcast in the world. Mm -hmm. Leo, we don't care that you're a hypocrite. We still love you. I'm going to find this post because... Just search it. I don't know. You can search things on our site. I'll just do it like this, the old-fashioned way. Just scroll. Back before kids had that searching stuff. 
looking through. Looks like there's a lot of wily peat blogs there. Yeah, it seems like someone's been not been posting very often. <laughs> Can't figure out who that is. What's this thing about water? I don't know. It's not good for you, evidently. <laughs> there's that one where the Cincinnati Reds should change their name. Oh, there's a good one. Tiger of the Winter. I remember Wait, that. I don't. I think it was G. Oh. I think it was his going away present. Oh. Oh, nice. This is great radio effects. I'm going to think of something else to talk about while he's searching for this. Um, I've noticed that in uh, a lot of the press stuff, they haven't been letting the Indians players... I won't say they haven't been letting, but Indians players have been wearing Block C hats. Granted, they're the Goodyear hats, so I'm pretty sure they're the Block C hats, but I think that uh, they're trying to phase out Chief Wahoo. Although, I keep getting emails from fanatics to buy some Chief Wahoo gear. So. Oh, okay, I found it. Oh, he found it. Margot Robbie is going to be in Ooh, it as well. Wonder Woman? What? That's Gal Gadot. Oh. Margot Robbie is like, uh, I, Tanya and, um... That's the movie about the figure skater, but it wasn't really her fault. Yeah, though. and... Cool. It wasn't her fault. She... No, that's what the movie was basically implying, like, it wasn't oh, her fault. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, like, glorified her yeah. destroying someone's career in life. Yeah. And then still losing to her. Mm-hmm. Margot was in, uh, Wolf of Wall Street with Leo... Oh, her! Yeah, she's very oh. hot. Oh. Yeah, she'll be playing Sharon Tate. That's who they killed. The Manson family or whatever it was called. Is Margot Robbie top five hottest girl on the planet? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. What's your top five? Number one's always going to be Mila Kunis. Okay. Just because I think Mila Kunis is just sexy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, Margot Robbie's probably number two for me. Me too. Because she's just... Attractive. Number three, um, shoot, the golfer chick. Paige Sporanic? Yes. Paige Sporanic, number three. Number four, um, Ringer. And I don't know if I should use this because of recent stuff that's been in the news and it might come off the wrong way. But number four, Allie Raisman, the gymnast. Yeah, she's very hot. Number five, until she decides to start aging in life, is Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Like that, people don't see my top five. People will be like, Really? No, I'm not a huge, like, big model person. Like, see, I am, I'm not, and mine's like kind of contemporary too because it's like the hot models right now. Do you think Kate I follow Beck's attractive? Who Kate Beck, Kate Beck, Bach, you mean Kate Bach, yeah, Kevin Love's girlfriend, yeah, she's all right. Her face is weird. I think she's hot, she's really skinny. Oh, she's too skinny. I think she's hot. Um, I would say my top five probably number five would be. I think I like Haley Baldwin a lot. I think she's very attractive. She's a no, she's a very good girl, like one of the girls in Hollywood that's not a complete clown right now. And then my number four, probably Bella Hadid. Is that Gigi's sister? Yes. Number three, Taylor Hill, Victoria's Secret model. Okay. Number two, I'm also going to go with Margot Robbie. And number one, this is pretty tough, actually. Oh, God, who do I want to pick? Man, I might need to go look at Instagram to check on my pictures to see who I think is the hottest. You know what I'm doing right now is just going through my head. I remember for the longest time, Mila Kunis was number one, still is, always will be. But I remember my number two was, uh, remember when Brooklyn Decker had that, had that run? Mm-hmm. Oh, Brooklyn Decker. God. All right. I know who I'm going to go with. Okay. 
This is not really like a celebrity, but I've talked about her before on here. Demi Lino Peters, Miss Universe. Mm. She is a complete smoke show. Okay. I am actually in love with her. Okay. And so if you're listening to this, Demi, what's up? What's up? So with that, let's go into Drunk Thoughts. Dish and a beer. Which one? Dish and a beer. All right, dish and a beer, I'll start. So when I was at the uh, chicken farm, guy told us we got to go down and check out the airport tavern in Lower City. So we walked in. It's got the kind of uh, feel of the Whipple. Okay. It's like the Whipple mixed with uh, maybe the River Queen. So, you know, it's a pretty good place. I got the Crash Landing Burger. It was a two quarter pound patties with a slice of hot pepper cheese, a slice of American cheese, and a slice of Swiss cheese. Okay. With bacon. And then French fries, and then barbecue sauce on it. Hmm. And it came with order fries. The burger was it was very good. I did have one complaint. It just had a little bit too much seasoning on it. So it was like good thick bacon, but you can tell it was like uh, probably processed bacon. So it was like brined before. So that's what where that extra salt came from, I think. Okay. And. I would say I would give that a rating of this might be my highest rating yet. I can't remember what I've done before, but I'm gonna give it a four point two. Wow. Out of five beer mugs. So yeah, it was pretty good. Okay. So what you got this week for uh your beer? Okay, so last night, uh Matt and I went to a buddy's garage and on the way there he texted us and said, Keep picking up a six pack, I have six dollars, I'm almost out of beer. So of course Matt and I are gonna grab a case of Budweiser like we do. And he drinks Budweiser, so we're like, well, he'll just drink out of our case, it's fine. I said, but, we gotta be dicks. I'm gonna buy him the cheapest looking six-pack I can. You ever heard of Rockdale? Nope. <laughs> oh, buddy. We went to Walmart, and it's a six-pack of Tallboy Rockdale Lights for $4. <laughs> this beer is the absolute worst-tasting beer I've had in my entire life. It... It had like a fruit taste to it, but not like a good fruit taste. You know how fruit stripe gum, when it's like out of flavor in two seconds? Yeah. How that tastes? Put that into like a Keystone Light, shake it up, and that's the flavor of the beer. Ew. Yes. I'm not even... That's not an, that's not an exaggeration. This beer gets a point eight mugs. So what do you think as far as their price to... How beer ratio. It's, it's about right. <laughs> what is that, 75 cents a beer? Yeah, I'm not good at math. I have yeah. no idea. But with that, never drink Rockdale unless you're going to fucking punk a friend. But I did get sent a DM uh, Thursday for a drunk thought. So let's hear it. The person wanted to remain nameless. They wanted to be called Dude at College. Dude at college. Okay. Um, the question was, do you find it attractive for a guy or a girl? I'm going to throw the... I'm sorry. It was, do you find it attractive if a girl in the question? I'm going to throw a guy in there too because, you know, we have chick listeners. We're so. also beta boys. Yeah. So do you find it attractive when a girl or a guy who is past the college age, so we'll say, what, 23, 24? Like, you should be done with college by then? Well, let's not life. go too far. <laughs> <laughs> you're, 
You're not going to be 24 this year, so... I'll be 23. Yeah, so 24 is probably like that, okay, you're past college age. 23, 24 is what we're calling it. Do you find it unattractive if a girl is, or guy is out of college, is how it was worded. I'm just using the college age. I'm paraphrasing. If they're out of college and now in life, like working life, but they like, they find the need, they feel like it's okay to go out six out of seven days in a week and just get drunk all the time. So what's wrong with that? See, I kind of, I, well, I think maybe, it sounded like dude from college was, or dude out of college was, didn't find it attractive. Like, he thought it was like, why? And I think I, I think I uh, agree. You think it's unattractive? Yeah. I think if you find the need to drink every night, it's, it gets to the point where it's unattractive. See, I don't think it's unattractive. I think, personally for me, ouch, I would like something like that where I can go out and have fun or stay in. And So, I I think he's implying that it's not like a stay-in person at all. It's like they oh, want like to go drink every night. All they want to do is yeah. do drink? Uh, the way I'm well, the way I would look at it is that's probably not someone that I would want to make it a very long-term relationship but it'll probably be fun for a little while. It probably just depends on how good they are in bed. Or how good looking they are. Yeah. But you gotta think, if you're, if you're going out every night, they're gonna eventually start not look so great. I don't know if that's true. You pack on a beer belly. Uh, not necessarily. I could say, and then maybe this could be the former engaged person in me, where I just don't think it's attractive, because I've been in that mode where it's like, oh, I can go out like a couple nights a week, and like and maybe on the weekend do something, but... And I can't do it every night. Like I, I want to be at the house, and I yeah. want to be at my. I want to watch TV. I want to watch. I want to play a video game. I want to watch a movie. I want to do something at home. Like you start to become a homebody. I think, and that could be. Like I said, I'm coming to this with a. I was the guy that was in like a almost a four year relationship where it was like that. So, I had the transition of drinking, drinking. All right, now I'm in a relationship. All right, now I got to do this. Okay, now I'm home all the time. Okay, the way I see it, though, I just. That's probably what I'll be like. Personally, I don't I don't know how you can drink every night once you start getting older because hangovers suck at twenty three and I'm not looking forward to how they are at twenty four. But there's a difference between <laughs> there's a difference between going out every night and getting drunk as opposed to going out every night and having a drink. And I will say this, let me word it this way too. If I was in Columbus or Cleveland, something like that, I don't think I would find it unattractive because then you start thinking of like the happy hour situations. Like Yeah, you go in and like Four or five o'clock after work, you go and have a few beers, yeah. you go home and do your But I will whatever. say that, say if I'm referencing our area, then it's different. Because then it's like, you know the crowd. Because it's not, you don't really have that differentiation, you know? Like, I feel like if me and you, A, if me and you lived in like Cleveland or Columbus, we'd probably have season tickets to Cavs or Blue Jackets. And right. that's what we'd be doing all the time. <laughs> but <laughs> we wouldn't be out drinking all the time. Well, we'd be we're drinking at the, at the Jackets games, we would be on some Labats, but... <laughs> But, uh, see, I think that's different. So if you're somewhere where you're around, like, you know, I'm going to go to the happy hour at the local bar on the, my walk back to my apartment type deal. Okay. Instead but around of here, it's like... Drive to the bar every day yep. and then having to drive home after yep. you've been drinking. And then you're sitting there with the the locals that, you know, they're just drunks and they probably don't really work. So I guess, and this is going to sound bad because I'm not trying to dog our area, but that's kind of what you get here. Yeah, there's like, like, you don't get the... I'm just meeting up with a bunch of other 20-something-year-olds, and we're having some drinks, a couple old-fashions maybe, because I'm a big old-fashioned guy now. 
Um, so that's just my thing. I don't know. I guess I kind of went two-sided there. I talked out of both sides of my mouth, but... Yeah, it's all right. I just, I, I guess to answer your question, dude, out of college, uh, I'm going to side with it's unattractive just based off where I live. I don't really under... I don't... I'm not going to say it's unattractive or attractive. It just all really depends on who the girl is. True. So, let's do Bachelor Talk real quick. Ooh. Forgot about that. That's Season finale tonight. Uh... Three girls left are Becca, not Becca K, Becca M. Or no, 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 Becca K, not Becca M. And, um, oh crap. Come on. Why is this leaving me? I don't know. So who is it in this Bachelor Talk? It's Becca K and Lauren B are the two girls left. Okay. And my gut tells me that it's going to be uh, Lauren B., he also told both girls that he loved them, and they both told him that he they loved him. Oof. So, well, does that mean anything from Ari? Doesn't he say it to everybody? No, he... Well, he tells just those two. That's the only two girls he said, actually, I love you too. And it was kind of weird, because like, him and Lauren were just sitting there after they stayed in the fantasy suite, and yeah. he just said... They just sat there and looked at each other and said, I love you, and he, they said, I love you, too. Then one would say, I love you, and they'd say, I love you, too. So it was kind of weird. Went back and forth like that. just kept happening. But I would say Lauren B. is the favorite. It's a three-hour finale, so you better have your uh, snacks ready to go. I always think these three-hour finales end up being two hours, but they sh they call it three just so they can put more commercials in, some more ad space to make more money. But with that being said, my final prediction, Lauren B. What do you think? You think Lauren B? Um, I'm just... I was pulling for the 12-year-old. Yeah, she lost already. So, but with that... I guess I'll go with Lauren B. Does that wrap up our show? I think that's a wrap. You got any last words for him? Pickle juice. Subscribe. Rate. Review. Review. And remember, we're having a giveaway, right? Sure. The... Is there not a giveaway for a review on iTunes? And yeah, there is a I giveaway. I was going to say, was that not a... Was that... Yeah. My, my, my forgetting? Or? Don't forget to leave a review and then send your screenshot to our uh, post for the giveaway. Yes. To be entered. All right, that's our show. Goodbye. We love you. Bye. Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about having advanced technology and a safety system designed to alert you. All coming together for you at the perfect moment. Don't miss your perfect moment to experience exceptional offers on a line of vehicles equipped with advanced safety technology. Now until September 3rd, experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Some advanced safety features not available on GX. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.